Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. Terra normal. I mean, pretty fuck much. Is that? Terrible normal. Basically, paranormal. There we go. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And this week we are going to be continuing our first ever two parter on um, the wild, baseless, completely racist uh, theory of QAnon. So, yay! (laughs) Uh, And I have, like, a slight update for you on that. Um, I also have a slight update for you guys on the wonderful names that I have been called. Oh. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So We added one to the list. I think we added two. I don't know if I said the last one, like, another one on the last episode. Oh, okay. Um, But, anyway, we... Went to go buy Sierra a new car this week um, mm-hmm. because her car crapped out. I think we said that in the last episode. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, how are you doing after that whole experience? Tell the folks what I did and what you did this week. <laughs> Wait, I feel like you should... Should I say what happened or should I tell them... Okay, so I I am a very... I think they already know this. I'm a very strong personality. Yeah. Um, Sierra's not so much, um, which is totally fine. It works for us. Um, so the car buying experience for <laughs> Sierra is just a bit overwhelming. Um, <laughs> so we went and looked at a car this week. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking for you. No, it's okay. 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 I mean, that's basically what happened. This is basically what happened. We went and bought a car. We didn't buy the car yet. Um, we're still, she's still deciding. Um, so anyway, we go and look at multiple cars, multiple dealerships, and, (laughs) um, we had some very creepy car salesmen. Um, one really, really pushy one, one who just pieced the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Um, another one who was unsettling, unsettling, how do you say that? Unsettling. Unsettling. I can't even say it. Um, super fucking creepy. Like, Super fucking creepy. I won't go into the details just because he really creeped me out and he really skeeved me out and Sierra almost left. <laughs> um, we did end up leaving that dealership, to be clear. Uh, and then we went to another dealership and that dude was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was pretty nice. He, like, did not talk to me like I was an idiot. I didn't talk to Sierra like she was an idiot. So there is that. Um, however, like I said at the beginning, though, Sierra does not do confrontation or... Um, uh, decisions very well. <laughs> not like split decisions, not like in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, it she, takes, she has I to think, think about, about everything. It. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm like, okay, let's get this done. Um, so, so when it comes down to haggling a price, um, Sierra just sits there and stares blank- blankly at me and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting there haggling with this guy over prices and trying to get fees reduced and everything of that sort that you do in the car buying process. Um, and Which is dumb, by the way. <laughs> it's probably my favorite part of the car buying process is wow. getting to argue and intimidate these people. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> 
he sits down and wh- I don't even know what you said. And he goes, well, you already brought Mike Tyson with you. Oh, yeah. He was like, don't punch me in the face or something like that. And I was like, I would never punch you in the face. And he was, he, and he was like, well, you already have, you have Mike Tyson here. You, <laughs> something like that. Like, you already brought Mike Tyson, so. So that gets added to my wonderful list of names I've been called. The Angry Human, Witch Lady, The Family Disgrace, which is super cute, 10 out of 10, would recommend. And now Mike Tyson. I feel like I'm missing one. No, I don't no? think so. Okay. But yeah, it just, it, the, the, the names list just keeps on growing. And every time that one is added just makes me a little bit happier. So yeah, it was a very, very interesting experience. Um, I definitely see why Sierra asked me to come. <laughs> Um, more so than just driving her there. <laughs> yeah, that would not, it would not have gone down like that. It would be. You would just sign the papers? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would actually, like, for the price, I'd probably be like, okay, I can't, and then leave. And leave? Yeah. <laughs> That's when they chase after you into the parking lot, is my experience. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 wait. Let me see what we can do. And then the entire time this guy is going, I don't work off commission, but he's called you how many times, Sierra? Yeah, uh, four times today, two times yesterday. Exactly. Texted exactly. me two times. Doesn't work off commission, my ass. But and yesterday he was not even, he was off yesterday. Yeah, he didn't even work yesterday yeah. and still called her. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, so we've had a very interesting week. Um, my check engine light decided to come on today, and thanks to a wonderful elderly lady that I dog sit for, she recommended going to get my oil changed, <laughs> which hasn't happened in a couple of months. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all that's going on in our world, I feel like. Oh, we officially have a move-in date for our new house. Yes, I was gonna. This, I was gonna say, did we tell them yet? Yeah, December tenth is when we move in. We're obviously not telling you where, mm-hmm. but like, we're moving December tenth. <laughs> I'm so excited! I can't wait to get out of this fucking hellhole. So, as much work as I put into this place and how this shit has gone down, I'm over it, Sierra. Yeah, I mean, how could we not be at this point? So, yeah, that's that's all I got right now. Mm-hmm. You have anything to add about your week? Because I feel like I just talked for both of us just now. Um, not really. I mean, it was crazy. It, it was, um, but I mean, it's always, it always is the way it is, so. <laughs> it's what is, okay. <laughs> I mean. I like I was telling you earlier. It, it doesn't end. Yeah, there's always something there's else. There's always to do. something more. There's never like I finished everything this week. Like yeah, that yeah. is impossible. It never happens. Well, thankfully you get a little bit of a break next week because yeah. it is Thanksgiving. We are releasing this like as a distraction from your family <laughs> because I know I will be working all day on Thanksgiving. Um, so I will not get to see my family. <laughs> Not sad about it one bit, um, but yeah, so that, I hope you guys get a little break from your relatives because I know it's not always the most enjoyable experience. Even if you like being around them, like, a whole day is still a lot. It is a lot. It is definitely a lot, so, um, now don't get me wrong, I, I love my mother and my, my, my wonderful stepdad, but, um, I just think working 
is a good plan at the moment. <laughs> Especially with us moving. There's so many, guys, there are so many crazy things that are, like, going into us moving alone. Yeah. Like, dear Lord. Um, so, yeah. It's going to be a very hectic week. And holiday weeks for me are always crazy. Yeah. So, we shall see how this goes over. Um, but before we begin, I just want to say if you guys have not listened to part one go back and listen to part one because there's way too much for me to catch you up on Mm -hmm. if you have not already listened to part one but with that said I will give you a little bit of a recap where we left off which is with what QAnon is like I stated at the beginning of this it is a baseless conspiracy theory created by the far right which um Donald Trump is the quote savior and will um is trying to work behind the scenes to end a demonic, satanic ring of Democrats who also have a sex trafficking ring slash uh, believe that bleach is the cure for COVID. I'm going to really, really say this just for legal purposes. Please do not drink bleach. Please do not drink bleach. Please. Okay. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that in 2020, but also it's 2020 and people are going to try to drink bleach. So, I mean, they had tried Tide Pod, so. <sighs> Dear Lord have mercy. Um, so, we left off where, with, like, what Q Drops was, like, who everybody thought Q mm-hmm. could possibly be. What I'm getting into now is, like, the speculation of their motives. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, like, how this idea could have been created, you know? And then I'm going to get into the politics of it all, so. Okay. Yay! And with a little update for you on what's going on in the QAnon world, also <laughs> known as the lunatic world. Before I go on with this, let me just say it gets real deep here, and I had to back up and reread it. So mm-hmm. if you need me to repeat it, I get it because I had to reread it a couple of times before yeah. I understood. Um, anyway, there has been much speculation about Q's motives and identity. A range of theories credit Q's post to either military intelligence officer or a Trump administration insider. An alternate reality game created by the puzzle organization Cicada 3301, which is a game company. Okay. um, Or Trump himself, which, I mean, have you seen how much that man tweets? Yeah. Seriously. The Italian leftist Wu Ming Foundation has speculated that QAnon is inspired by the Luther Blissett persona, which leftists and anarchists used to organize pranks, media stunts, and hoaxes in the 1990s. Blissett published a novel titled Q in 1999. Okay. So, since the Q trip code was uniquely verified by a chance server and not reproducible on any other image boards. Mm-hmm. Q was not able to post when the website went down following the 2019 El Paso shooting, um, which we all know that yeah. was, that is one of the largest hate crimes in, that have happened in recent years. Um, this apparent conflict of interest combined with statements by 8chan's founder, Frederick Brennan, the use of Q, like uh, the collar pins, you know? Yeah. Um, by HN owner Jim Watkins and Watkins' financial interest in QAnon that advertises on HN have led to numerous journalists and conspiracy theory researchers to believe that Watkins and or his son, HN's administrator, Ron Watkins, work with Q, no Q's identity, or RQ. 
Both Watkinson deny knowing Q's identity, which seems a little sus. I don't know. I mean, and it could just be like they want people to think that they know who he is, but then mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't actually, you know. A live stream archive appeared to show Coleman Rogers logging into the 8chan Q account during a Patriot Soapbox live stream, mm-hmm. which is a news network. Mm-hmm. And I use that term very, very, very <laughs> loosely. Um, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the feed quickly cut out. Another live stream archive shows Rogers analyzing a supposed Q post before his co-host notes that the post is not verified. Rogers said Q must have forgotten to sign in before posting it. Mm-hmm. So what else could possibly be involved, you ask? Well, anti-Semitism, of course. Uh, the Washington Post and the Forward Magazine have called QAnon's targeting of Jewish figures like George Soros the and the Rothschilds quote, striking anti-Semitic elements, end quote, and, quote, garden variety nonsense with racist and anti-Semitic undertones. Wonderful. Hmm. What what doesn't this group do? A, a Jewish Telegraph Agency article in August 2018 asserted elements, including secret elites and kidnapped children, among others, are reflective of historical and ongoing anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. So, you know, founding concepts of the Nazi party, no big deal. Experts have classified QAnon's appeal as comparable to that of religious cults. According to the expert online conspiracy, Renee DeResta, QAnon's pattern of enticement is similar to that of cults in pre-internet era, where as the targeted person would lead, like, was led deeper and deeper into the group's secrets, you know, um, they become increasingly isolated from friends and family outside of the cult, which is kind of ties in with like Scientology and um, Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, mm-hmm. where they like excommunicate from like mm-hmm. people who are not involved. Um, online support groups developed for those who had loved ones who were drawn into QAnon, notably the subreddit, which uh, is r dash QAnon casualties, casualties. There we go which grew from 3,500 participants in June 2020 to 28,000 by October. Wow. Right? Holy crap. Yeah. Um, Disillusionment can also come from the failure of theories predictions. Mm -hmm. Um, Q predicted Republican success in the 2018 U.S. midterm elections and claimed that attorney Jeff Sessions was involved in secret work for Trump with apparent tensions between um, them like, as a cover, you mm. know? Like, it's all So they made up the fact that, like, they made up being at each other. Yeah. Good. Thank you. When Democrats made significant gains, Trump fired Sessions. There was disillusionment among many in the Q commu- community. Further disillusionment came when they predicted a December 5th mass arrest and imprisonment in Guantanamo Bay, uh, which is a a mm-hmm. detention camp of Trump's enemies, which did not occur, nor did the dismissal of charges against Trump's formal national security advisor, Michael Flynn. Such a response to failed prophecies is not un- unusual, mm-hmm. such as in like uh, apop- apop- apocalyptic. 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 No. no. Apocalyptic. <laughs> apocalyptic. 
No, it doesn't sound Too many right. Peas. It doesn't sound Apocalyptic. right. Apocalyptic. <laughs> you put the peas in the wrong place. Okay, one more time. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic? Yeah, there you go. Apocalyptic? Yeah. Okay, fuck yeah. Such a response to failed prophecies is not unusual in apocalyptic cults, such as Heaven's Gate, which mm-hmm. we've watched documentaries on. The People's Temple, uh, another one we. we I'm assuming we watched... I'm pretty sure we watched it. we did. Okay. And the Manson family um, resorted to mass suicide or mass murder when their expectations or, like, revelations mm-hmm. were not uh, fulfilled. QAnon follower Liz Crocken, who in 2018 asserted that John F. Kennedy Jr. faked his death and is now Q, stated in February 2019 she was losing patience in Trump to arrest the supposed members of the child sex ring, suggesting that the time was approaching for, quote, vigilante justice. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Other QAnon followers have adopted the Kennedy theory, which was created by uh, Fuckface Liz um, in 2018, do do asserting that a Pittsburgh man named Vince Fuchsia is Kennedy in disguise and would be Trump's 2020 running mate. Some attended a 2019 Independence Day celebration in Washington, expecting Kennedy to appear. A May 30th, 2019 FBI intelligence uh, bulletin memo from the Phoenix Field Office identified QAnon-driven extremists as domestic terrorism. Mm. Uh, the document cited a number of arrests made to QAnon, which had not been publicized before. According to the memo, quote, this is the first FBI product examining the threat from conspiracy theory-driven domestic extremists and provides a baseline for future intelligence products. End quote. The FBI assesses these conspiracy theories will very likely emerge, spread, and evolve in modern information marketplace, occasionally driving both groups and individual extremists to carry out criminal or violent acts. Also, according to the FBI's counterterrorism director, Michael G. McGarity, his testimony before Congress in May, the FBI divides domestic terrorism into four primary categories, Mm -hmm. which are like uh, racially motivated violent extremism, anti-government slash anti-authority, animal rights and environmental extremism, Mm -hmm. or uh, anti-abortion extremism which includes both pro-choice and anti-abortion extremist. extremist. Uh, the fringe conspiracy theory threat is closely related to an anti-government slash anti-authority subject area. Mm-hmm. So with this being centered around politics, what the influence is, is it has like Republican congressional candidates in 2019 expressing interest in QAnon theories. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Matthew, Matthew Lusk, Matthew Lusk, a Florida candidate, told the Daily Beast he was not a, quote, brainwashed cult member, saying that QAnon theories are a legitimate something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Danielle Danielle Stella, running as a Republican to unseat Ilan Omar in Minnesota, wore a Q necklace and a photo she tweeted and twice used the hashtag uh, WWG1... WGA, which is a reference to the QAnon motto, where we go one, we go all. Mm, mm -hmm. However, that bitch lost. Well, there's that. 
Representative Omar is still in in her seat. Um, her account also liked responses from QAnon believers who acknowledged the necklace. And a, the account follows some of the prominent QAnon believers. Mm-hmm. A former campaign aide asserted that Stella was merely posing as a QAnon believer to attract voter support. Mm. At a rally for Marjorie Taylor Greene, a businesswoman who won the August 2020 runoff to become a GOP nominee in the heavily Republican 14th uh, Congressional District in Georgia, which she did end up winning, mm-hmm. which makes her the first, one of the first ever, like, uh, supporters of QAnon. Mm-hmm. She, at her rally, there were uh, Trump 2020 signs with the Q on it, mm-hmm. like the Women for Trump with a Q on it in mm-hmm. the corner. Which I believe we posted on the blog last week, and if not, we're going to definitely post on the blog this week. Uh, Months into the Trump's presidency, she stated in a video that, quote, There's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take this global cable of Satan-worshipping pedophiles out, and I think we have the president to do it, end quote. I mean, obviously not. Obviously not, and you're fucking batshit. I just do not understand how people who claim to be intelligent mm-hmm. can go and believe something like this when there are no hard-hitting facts, there are no hard-hitting evidence. Like, they believe all of this, but they don't believe the 26-plus allegations of sexual misconduct and sexual assault that have multiple and multiple multiple and multiple amounts of evidence against, like, Trump. Mm-hmm. But sure, let's believe this. It's the same thing with voter fraud. There's no fucking evidence of it, of major voter fraud, and this is this is what we're seeing. I just it just oh goodness it just irritates the living daylights mm-hmm. out of me. Okay, to continue, she has made racist and anti-Semitic statements which resulted in Republican leaders such as Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise uh, to condemn her remarks. Trump also endorsed her candidacy the day after her nomination, characterizing her as the future Republican star. Hmm. Yeah, also, I don't think I made this clear. She's a white blonde woman Mm. who is... Looks like she's mid-40s. If not, she's mm, she's not cute. We'll also post a picture of her on the blog, just so you guys can confirm <laughs> she ain't cute. And I'm not one to, like, pick on people for their looks and everything, you know? But when you're a racist asshole like this lady, you got it coming. It doesn't look good on anyone, so. Racist assholes? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He also described her as a real winner. So, yeah. What the heck does that even mean? Yes. After Green won the primary in uh, primary runoff election in August, uh, Illinois Republican Representative Adam Kenzinger denounced QAnon, calling it a fabrication. Trump campaign staffer Matt Walking responded aggressively to Kenzinger, saying, quote, he should condemn the Steele dossier and conspiracy theories promoted by Democrats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sierra, that's, that was my face exactly. <laughs> On June 30th, 2020, incumbent Republican U.S. Representative Scott Tipton, oh my God, that was a mouthful, 
um, lost a primary for Colorado's 3rd Congressional District to Lauren Boebert in an upset. Boebert expressed tentative support for QAnon in an interview, but after winning the primary, attempted to distance herself from those statements, saying, quote, I'm not a follower, end quote. In July 2020, Business Insider reported at least 10 GOP congressional candidates have signaled their support of the QAnon movement. Mm-hmm. Bobert was elected to Congress the following November. Fantastic. In September 2020, political newcomer Lauren Witzke defeated another candidate endorsed by the Republican Party to become the GOP's nominee for U.S. Senate in Delaware. Um, Witzke had promoted QAnon on Twitter and has been photographed wearing a Q t-shirt. Although during the campaign, she also seemed to distance herself from the movement, she has also called herself a flat earther. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And in September, called her Democratic opponent, Chris Coons, a Christian-hating baby killer. Adding, quote, I'm coming for your seat, Satanist. Wow. And you believe in flat earth. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand how people can still believe in flat earth. I don't either. And I told you what they said about Mars. Mars has been confirmed as round. Oh my god. (laughs) How? Right? How does that fit? And then they use the same science on the earth so that they can get with the times? My fucking point exactly. Like. What the heck, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand these Do they people. Not fly in airplanes. <laughs> See, that's my whole thing. Like, have you never seen a fucking sunset, bitches? Like, what? Right? <laughs> not flying airplanes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like that just like that doesn't even make sense. Like you're just holding on to it just to hold on to it. I feel it. like they're just holding on to it to have that quirky little thing about them. It's like, go get a hobby. Seriously. Uh, here we go. Another woman, Angela Stanton King, a Trump-backed candidate running for the Georgia House seat of the late Congressman John Lewis. Who? Honestly, yeah, like, the fact that this bitch even has a chance irritates me. Posted on Twitter that Black Lives Matter is a, quote, major cover-up for our pedophilia and human trafficking, end quote. And then again, she uh, posted saying, the storm is here, Hmm. which we talked about in the the other episode, which is um, referring to the Day of Reckoning and the day that these Satanists will all be arrested. Stan King told a reporter that her post did not relate to QAnon, asserting, quote, it was raining that day. Here we go. Here's the kicker. Weather records did not show precipitation in her area on the day of the post. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess with those meteorologists. Seriously. Um, So now we're moving on to the Texas Republican slogan. To get their own? <laughs> yeah, every state has their own. The North Carolina Republican Party mm-hmm. has their own slogan. Like, the North Carolina Democratic Party has their own slogan. Oh. Okay. So everyone has their own. Uh, because they have to be fucking different, I guess. I don't really know. 
So, in August 2020, the New York Times suggested that the Texas Republican Party had chosen a new slogan taken directly from QAnon. The Texas Republican Party officials strongly denied this claim and that they, the slogan, which is, you ready for it? Mm. We are the storm. What? <laughs> Was inspired by a biblical passage and has no connection to QAnon. Um, this was stated in August, no- uh, no, August, November. Oh. <laughs> Guys. That happened near the edge of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Because <laughs> they have August and November at the same time on the edge. August 25th, 2020. So, two members of the U.S. House of Representatives... <laughs> I'm losing it, guys. <laughs> uh, don't get sucked into their crazy. <laughs> well, never. On August 25th, 2020, two members of the U.S. House of Representatives, Democrat Tom Malinowski and Republican Denver Riggleman introduced a bipartisan simple resolution condemning QAnon and rejecting its conspiracy theories. Malinowski said the resolution's aim was to formally repute this, quote, dangerous anti-Semitic conspiracy-mongering cult that the FBI says is radicalizing Americans to violence, end quote, which they are doing. The resolution also urged the FBI and other law enforcement and homeland security agencies to continue to strengthen their focus on preventing violence, threats, harassment, and other criminal activity by extremists motivated motivated by the fringe political theories Mm -hmm. and encouraged the U.S. intelligence community to, quote, uncover any foreign support assistance or online amplification that uh, QAnon receives, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as any QAnon affiliations, coordination, and contacts with foreign extremist organizations. So, basically, bitches, you need to keep an eye on this, and you need to make sure that nobody else is interfering, because you know the moment they get powerful funding, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not going to be good. So, in September 2020, Malinowski received death threats from QAnon Mm -hmm. uh, after he was falsely accused of wanting to protect sexual predators. The threat was prompted by the National Republican Congressional Committee, or NRCC. They launched, like, a campaign that, like, it was like an advertisement Mm -hmm. that falsely claimed that Malinowski worked against plans to increase registration for sex offenders in 2006 on a crime bill he was working on as a lobbyist for Human Rights Watch. This is incorrect. Mm. The resolution passed on October 2nd, 2020, in a 371 to 18 vote. Um, 17 Republicans, including Steve King, Paul A. Gozer, and Daniel Webster, all who are very vocal in believing in some of their pol- the QAnon conspiracies, mm-hmm. and one independent, Justin M. Ash, voted no, Republican Andy Harris voted present. I don't really know what that means. I guess just acknowledging that the vote took place. I would say so, yeah. Um, like, they, he abstained. Yeah. 
the resolution does not have the force of law. Before the vote, Malinowski told Slate Magazine referencing the NRCC ad, quote, I don't want to see any Republicans voting against fire on the House floor this week and continuing to play with the fire next week by running these kinds of ads against Democratic candidates. According to analysis by Media Matters, as of August 2020, Trump had amplified QAnon messaging at least 216 times by either retweeting or mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 129 QAnon-affiliated Twitter accounts, sometimes multiple times a day. Wow. Yeah. On September 9th, 2019, Trump retweeted a video from a QAnon-promoting Twitter account uh, called The Dirty Truth. The video featured Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe criticizing former FBI Director James Comey. On August 24, 2018, Trump hosted William Lionel LeBron, a leading QAnon promoter in the Oval Office, for a photo op. Mm. Shortly after Christmas 2019, Trump retweeted over a dozen QAnon followers. So, at this point, it's not only blatant racism, Mm -hmm. it's blatant disregard for the safety of multiple Americans. And Americans that are in pretty high seats of power. I mean, no matter what the group is about, I don't think as the president used to support any extremist group. You think? (laughs) Yeah. Like, the fact that this man has gotten away with so much. Mm -hmm. So much. Could you imagine if Obama tried to do any of the shit he was doing? He wore a fucking khaki suit and everyone lost their damn minds. Trump is literally tweeting on a daily basis at this point about an extremist group that has been on the FBI watch list. Mm -hmm. And he's praising these stupid motherfuckers. If anybody else besides a straight white male. Right. Yeah, that's not. Exactly. Exactly. But white privilege doesn't exist. Sure. I feel like the president should be under more scrutiny than anybody in the United States. Yes. He should be held to a higher standard than anybody. Yes, because he's representing everybody. Yeah. You know? I don't really feel like... The president should be on social media. Oh, 110%. Unless it's, like, announcements that everyone needs to know. You but know? it's not, like, you know, it's it's coming from the president, but it's not the president himself. Yes, that's exactly, exactly what I mean. Like, I think that the president should have a, a Twitter, but I don't think he should have access to, him, to it himself. Like, it shouldn't be personal, Matt. Like, he's, yes. like, he's personally supporting... Yes these like groups or whatever mm-hmm. he's posting and i don't think it should be personal support it should be as a president of the united states yeah and that's, not that's Donald like Trump. the whole thing with joe biden saying that he will work across lines and even if you didn't vote for me mm-hmm. i'm going to try to accomplish a better future in our you know our path right and trump's full on like i'm gonna make those libs cry 
Right, and that's not the goal. Like, we are Americans. That's not the goal of the president. Exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway, so on August 19th, 2020, Trump was asked about QAnon during a press conference, to which he replied, quote, I don't know much about the movement. Other than, yes, other than I understand they like me very much, which I appreciate, but I don't know much about the the movement, end quote. Yeah, no. Yeah. An FBI field office in Phoenix has called QAnon a potential domestic terrorist threat, but Trump called QAnon adherents people who love our country. You can't love a country if you hate all, all, over half of the people in it. Uh, Yeah. Yes. When a reporter asked Trump if he could support a theory that says he is secretly saving the world from a satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals, he responded, quote, well, I haven't heard that, but is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? Presidential candidate, which is now presidential elect, or president-elect Joe Biden, responded that Trump was aiming to legitimize a conspiracy theory that the FBI has de- identified as a domestic terrorism threat, which mm-hmm. he is. That's yeah. 110% what he is doing. I wonder if, like, he believes in it or he just supports it so that they'll support him. I think it's both, you know? Yeah. I get what you're saying, because, like... I feel like everything he does is for him. So, I don't, you know, I don't know if he really, like, 100% believes in it. But I, on the other side, I don't think it really matters as long as he supports them and then yeah. they support him. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether he actually believes in it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's actually fighting against anything. But I think he's stupid enough to think that these people are um worshiping him well i think which they are smart enough to know that it doesn't like as long as he supports them they'll support him because they're so like extreme yeah um but yeah i don't know okay so now we're gonna get into some other people um like prominent political figures who have been asked slash involved in the QAnon conspiracy, starting with a former vice president, and that is only how I'm referring to Trump and Mike Pence from now on. On August 21st, 2020, Mike Pence said that he doesn't know anything about it, speaking on QAnon, except that it is a conspiracy theory that he dismisses as out of hand. Uh, but when asked whether he would acknowledge the administration's role in giving oxygen to the theory, Pence shook his head and said, give me a break. Yeah. Uh, also, what is that supposed to right? mean? Also in August 2020, Pence said that the problem with the press asking about QAnon and about anyone's apparent efforts to encourage it is that the press is asking the wrong questions. Quote, chasing shiny objects. I mean, I don't know about shiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you guys are running the country, you should know whether you're taking actions for or against such groups. Yep. And you should know about such groups before anybody else knows about such groups. So, yeah. the fact that you say you don't know anything about it worries me. Mm-hmm. 
So, next we're moving on to Michael Flem, uh, who is the former Lieutenant General, head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, and the National Security Advisor to Trump, who, in August of 2019, a, at a digital so- soldiers conference, was announced for the following month in Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. this was announced. Uh, the stated purpose of the event was to prepare a patriotic patriotic social media warriors for a coming digital civil war. The announcement for the event displayed a Q spelled in the stars on a blue field of the American flag. Mm -hmm. Um, Scheduled speakers for the event included Michael Flynn and George Papa... I don't even know. George Papadol... I don't know. George P. Yeah, George P. Everybody knows he is. He's the short, angry dude who was on a reality television show and then had to quit because everybody fucking hates him because he's an idiot, mm. as is everybody in the Trump administration, as well as Gina Loudon, a Trump friend and member of his campaign media advisory board, singer Joy Villa and Billy Mitchell, a radio host and a hard-time Trump supporter. The host of the event, Rich Granville, is the CEO of Yippee Inc., a firm that markets like a, it's like a Google, Mm -hmm. but it's called Yippee, which just makes me very uncomfortable, Um, which claims it is free of censorship for conservative views, characterizing it as an intelligence enterprise with high-level White House connections. He told a reporter, quote, you don't know who you're fucking with end quote, and denied the Q flag was a reference to QAnon. How? Yeah. What else does it stand for? Mm-hmm. Though he had numerous references to QAnon and his Twitter account. So, like, there's, like, people who are obviously supporters of QAnon or followers or believers, whatever mm-hmm. do you want to call them. But then they deny it? So what's the point in denying it? That's what I would like to know. Yeah. So Is it like Fight Club or what? Because I'm very confused. Like I don't know. Even Fight Club was more interesting than this bullshit. But I'm just, you know, like, you... Also, have you seen Fight Club? No. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... You can talk, like, you can be for it behind closed doors, but, like... Well, not even behind closed doors. These bitches are posting about it on Twitter. Right, I guess behind the internet, you can mm. be behind, you can be for it, but then if somebody's, like, actually... In your face at, asking about asking it? Asking about it, you don't either don't know what it is, or you would never be so, so associated with such a thing. Yeah, so, back to Michael Flynn, you know, yeah. former lieutenant general, uh... He posted uh, a video on July 4th, 2020 to his Twitter account of him leading like a small group on, I'm going to say chant, but it was, it's kind of like oath, kind of not, which the um, QAnon motto, as we said before, where we go one, where we go all. Analysts say that the oath is a part of QAnon's attempt to organize these uh, digital soldiers. Mm-hmm. for the political and social apocalypse they see coming. Also, I got through the word apocalypse. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Sierra is so kind to me. She probably edited out all the times that we just tried to get me to say the word apocalypse a few minutes ago. So, yeah, that was that was a big one. 
I mean, it was apocalyptic, so there was that, so it was a little bit longer, but... Flynn's apparent declaration of allegiance to Keanon makes him the most prominent former government official to endorse the conspiracy theory, although Trump has tweeted about multiple, multiple Mm -hmm. Keanon-related phrases without actually mentioning the movement. However, he's retweeted, what did we say, 219-something? Something ungodly like that. So, Flynn's attorney, Sidney Powell, denied the oath related to Keanon, of course, saying it was merely a statement engraved on the bell on John F. Kennedy's sailboat. How does she know that? I think Sydney's a dude, but who cares at this point? Oh, well, I'm sorry. But during the preceding days, numerous QAnon followers had taken the same so-called digital soldier oath on Twitter using the same uh, hashtag, take the oath Flynn did. Oh. So. They made it into a thing whether it was or wasn't. Yes. Now, other Trump associates, on three occasions during 2019 and 2020, Trump's deputy chief of staff and social media director, Dan Scavino, tweeted a ticking clock memes QAnon believers use to signify the countdown until the storm. Mm -hmm. Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, as we all saw this week at a press conference, sweating his fucking hair coloring out. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Go home, you sweaty old man. Um, he has occasionally retweeted posts with the hashtag QAnon in it, mm-hmm. and of the limited number of counts he follows, uh, 224 as of October 2019, so I don't know what he's up to now, many are QAnon advocates. Mm. Eric Trump, uh, which we all know, is one of Trump's sons, in summer 2020. Which, by the way, I thought he only had one of, and I was Seriously? very confused. Really? Like, I didn't, you said that there was, like, a Trump Jr. I'm like, yeah, I didn't even know that person existed. Yeah, he was, um, he tested positive for COVID this beginning this week. But I thought Barron was the only only one. No, 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 no. His entire fucking cabinet and high-level officials that work for him are his fucking children or are married to his children. Mm. Like, Jared Kushner is married to Ivanka. I mean, I knew about her, but I didn't know there was other male. <laughs> oh yeah, they're offspring. there, and they're all fucking. They're all as fucking worthless as Trump is the the original Trump, former president. I just like can't imagine being that person, right? So anyway, Eric Trump in summer twenty twenty tweeted and later deleted a pro, like promoted his father's rally in Tulsa with the image of a large Q and the WWGOWGA slogan. Mm-hmm. Um, May 2018, Michael Lewis, Arthur Meyer, which, holy fucking shit, yeah. are you not a serial killer, <laughs> live-streamed a Facebook video from the site of Tucson Cement Plant asserting that, quote, this is a child sex trafficking camp that no one wants to talk about, that no one wants to do nothing about, end quote. The video has been viewed 650,000 times. Over the ensuing week that it was posted, Tucson police inspected the plant without finding evidence of criminal activity. Well, he is a double negative, so. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh Lord. Meyer then occupied the tower on a on the property for nine days until reaching an agreement with police to leave. He later returned to the tower in July, whereupon he was arrested for trespassing. Meyer referenced the QAnon slogan once again and used the hashtag on his Facebook page. So now we are moving on to something called the Hoover Dam incident. I just had to say before I get into it is that I, one of the things I find most upsetting about this is uh, the use of um, resources. Yes. It's like the waste and like where people could be doing something actually productive yeah. and we have to actually deal with this. It's like mm-hmm. really annoying. Yeah, pretty much. And you basically are delegitimizing human trafficking as a real problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, 110%. It's so fucking frustrating. It's not even funny. This, like, I know that I've been joking about this and everything, but, like, it comes down to the fact that human trafficking is a very serious issue that plagues the world, not just the United States. It's like a $400 billion industry. Exactly. It is up there with the drug industry, and it is it is competing for the top spot. And it is absolutely ridiculous that the former fucking president of the United States has been endorsing something of this magnitude and just feeding into it. It's criminal. Oh, 110% it is. So, on to the Hoover Dam incident. On June 15, 2018, Matthew Philip Wright uh, of Henderson, Nevada was arrested on terrorism and other charges for driving an armored truck containing an AR-15 and a handgun to the Hoover Dam and blocking traffic for 90 minutes. He was he said he was on a mission involving QAnon and demanded that the Justice Department release the OIG report on the conduct of FBI agents during the investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. Since a copy of the Office of the in- Inspector General report has been released the day before. The man had been motivated by a Q drop, which we discussed in the last episode, mm-hmm. which are drops of information onto 8chan, 4chan, or whatever they're using at that particular moment, which claimed the release version of the report had been heavily modified and that Trump possessed a more damning version but had declined to release it. And a, Why would he do such a thing? Right? If he's your savior. Mm-hmm. In a video recorded inside his armor truck, Wright expressed a disappointment in Trump that he had not honored his duty to lock up certain people, asking him to uphold your oath. I mean, yeah, everybody can say that. Yeah. Now we move on to uh, July 29, 2018, when Q posted a link to Stormy Daniels' attorney, Michael Aventinati's. Aventinati's. We're going to go with that. Which, do you know who Stormy Daniels is? Nope. It is the, um, I believe she worked in porn uh, or sex worker who had a... And I use this term very loosely, affair mm-hmm. with Donald Trump. Gross. Yeah, it's a whole big thing. Anyway, her attorney, Michael, he posted a link to Michael's website mm-hmm. and photos of his Newport Beach, California office building, along with the message, buckle up. 
the anonymous poster then shared the picture of a still of an unidentified man appearing to be holding a cell phone in one hand and a long, thin object in the other, standing in the street near Michael's office, adding that the message had been sent. This sparked an investigation by the Newport Beach Police Department. I and on so. Yeah. And on July 30th, Michael asked his Twitter followers to contact the Newport Beach Police Department if they've had any details or observed anything. Mm-hmm. The man, like, about the man in the picture. Nothing came of it. Was it just, it was just fake? I'm guessing it was either fake or just a hoax. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the article didn't link to anything. Yeah. Yeah. The article didn't link to, like, if there was an arrest or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So I'm going to plead ignorance at this point. Okay. (laughs) So a couple days later, at a Trump rally in Tampa, Florida, on July 31st, 2018, Mm -hmm. Trump supporters exhibited hostile behavior towards CNN chief White House correspondent Jim Acosta. Exponents of QAnon-related theories were at the rally. The next day, David Mark. Marta Soko of the Daily Mail asked the White House press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, whether the White House encouraged the support of QAnon fringe groups. Sanders denounced the group and any group that would incite violence against another individual, which is literally motherfucking Trump. I mean, at least she said that. That is the bare minimum she could say. She didn't even mention the QAnon name mm-hmm. when responding to the reporter. Sanders added that Trump certainly doesn't support groups that would support that type of behavior. My point exactly. Sierra just rolled her eyes. <laughs> I mean, when you are okay with white supremacist groups... Mm-hmm. When you tell them to stand back and stand by, and when you call the Charlottesville rioters, a bunch of pretty good people. I mean, that sounds like support to me. It's not like they murdered anybody. Oh, wait, they did! Now we're moving back to 2019. So, the Blue Marble Jubilee fundraising event at Grass Valley Charter School in Grass Valley, California, scheduled for May 11, 2019, was canceled after, like, as a precaution, Mm -hmm. after a tweet by former FBI head James Coney on April 27th using the hashtag, um, five, five jobs I've had, in which the first letters of the jobs, like, uh, were GVCSF, were interpreted by command on followers as a veiled reference to the Grass Valley Charter School Foundation, suggesting that Kami had planned to stage a false flag terror attack at the event. And um, the hashtag was also interpreted by QAnon Harris as an anagram of the five jihads. And the timestamp on the post was related to the 9-11 attacks. Paranoia, anyone? Right? The police and the FBI received warnings in addition to the school, which decided not to take the risk of internet vigilantes attending to guard the place, as the police sergeant put it. Now that's just pathetic. Right? Isn't it, though? Like, what the heck, man? (laughs) How It's not, it's not just pathetic, it's so far-reaching and just, like, grasping at the thinnest of fucking straws 
I don't know, man. Like, why would you even think something like that? Like, why would you even go there? Because it's a former FBI homeboy, James Comey. Comey. Okay, so we are now in March 2019. Anthony Camella of Camello of Staten Island, New York, New York, was charged with murder of Gambino crime family underboss Frank Cali. According to his defense attorney, Camello had become obsessed with the QAnon theories, believing that Cali was a member of Deep State and was convinced he was enjoying the production of President Trump himself to place Cali under citizen's arrest. What? He thought that he would receive production from Trump himself. Protection. Yes. Okay. It sounded like you were saying production. <laughs> no. Almost like protection. What? <laughs> okay, protection makes yeah. more sense now. Um, of Trump himself to place Callie under citizen's arrest. Confronting Callie outside his Staten Island home, Camello allegedly shot Callie ten times at his first court appearance for this whole ordeal. Camello displayed QAnon symbols and phrases and a MAGA Forever scrawled on his hand and pen. What? Yeah. On your hand? Yep. And pen? Yep. Camello had also posted material on Instagram praising Fox News personalities such as Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Janine Pirro. And as I stated before, those are all people who believe strongly in the QAnon conspiracies. So. Yikes, man. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yep. Now, in December 2019, Cynthia Ab- I really, that just does not sound right, but okay, um, was arrested and charged in Colorado with conspiracy to commit second-degree kidnapping of one of her children who have been removed from her custody. Her other daughter reported to police that Cynthia had been collaborating with armed male guards again, I use that word very loosely, who was definitely a part of the QAnon group, that her mother had gone to QAnon meetings and believed that the child had been taken away by evil Satan worshippers and pedophiles. No, just that just, just because you weren't going to be a parent. Now, course. this does tie into the update that I was talking about of the woman who was from Kentucky this week who shot and killed her... Uh, he wasn't even a real legal attorney, more like a legal advisor, mm-hmm. um, because she thought that he was working against her with Democratic Satan-worshipping uh, Satan pedophiles um, because she was trying to get her children back, and she shot and murdered him. So, um, On March 20th, 2020, Neely Blanchard was arrested and charged with kidnapping and custodial interference after taking her two daughters, who had been in sole legal custody of their grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanchard had multiple social media posts promoting QAnon, including memes and pictures of her wearing QAnon shirts at Trump rallies. She had also taken actions connected with the so- Sovereign Citizens Movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ended up shooting her legal advisor, mm-hmm. murdering him, and is now in police custody once again um, for murder charges. So... Yeah, Super. that's not really the best route to go to No, gain custody of your children. No, I wouldn't think so. So, in January 2020, and I know we're kind of all over the board with dates here, so I apologize, but not really. 
Um, in January 2020, John Mappin, also affiliated with Turning Point UK, began to fly a Q flag at the Camelot Castle Hotel near Tentagle Castle in England. Advocacy group Hope Not Hate said, quote, Mappin is an eccentric figure considered outlandish even by fringe white his even by his fringe right-wing peers. This childish ploy is a weak attempt at attempting to get attention for himself and his marginal Turning Point UK organization and is better off being ignored. So, <laughs> damn. I put him in his place. <laughs> Basically. Um, Must be lonely out there in a castle all by yourself. Being a racist asshole. I don't feel bad for him. I hope he goes crazy. If not already. So, we were in January. Now let's go to April 2020. I don't remember what that month was like whatsoever because of quarantine. Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Jessica Prim was arrested after carrying several knives and live streaming her attempt to, quote, take out President-elect Joe Biden. Yeah. Prim was arrested in New York City on a pier where she appeared to have been trying to get the U.S. Navy hospital ship Comfort mm-hmm. um, to allow her to board. QAnon claimed the ship was used to was used by a cable of pedophiles. During her arrest, Prim was reportedly shown crying and asking police, "Have you guys heard about the kids?" Before her arrest, Prim posted on Facebook that Hillary Clinton and Biden need to be taken out and that Hillary Clinton and her assistant, Joe Biden and Tony Podesta, need to be taken out in the name of uh, Babylon. I can be set free without them gone. Wake me up! And like 12 exclamation marks. Yeah. And like, she like fully believes that like with her whole life. Oh, like her whole fucking heart, man. Now... Prim's Facebook page was filled with references of QAnon as well. She encouraged her Facebook followers to check out QAnon Clues. In a video posted just hours before her arrest, Prim ranted about a video that she believed depicted Hillary Clinton and an aide murdering a child. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah. So, now we move to August. 2020, August 12, 2020, Cecilia Celeste Fulbright was arrested and charged while driving under the influence and an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in Waco, Texas. Fulbright chased and rammed into another car whose driver she claimed was a, quote, pedophile who had kidnapped a girl for human trafficking, end quote. How would she even know that? She had made many posts online relevant to QAnon theory and sent a friend text a text message stating that Trump was literally taking down the ca- the cable and pedophile ring. No. Yeah. Apparently she had just seen the person drive by and decided that um they were a pedophile and a kidnapper. So no full on thought process uh, went into I, that. Oh, he had that tattoo on his head, right? It said pedophile. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a he. It might have been a woman for all I know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, do you think there's ever been any, anything quite so... Visceral? 
that so many people believe in, like, to be untrue, that, that is untrue? Yeah, that's, that's untrue. I feel like the moon landing, maybe? But they're not so hateful about it. No, they're not so hateful, that's true. I Um, mean, they just, like, are like... Well, like, I, I, I think I said this in the last episode, I know a bunch of people were not fucking around with the Masons at one point in time. They they believe yeah. that they were they were up to no good. Yeah. But I also don't believe it was this hateful. But I guess it's also easier because of social media and just like the yes. times that we live in. Yes. To spread disinformation yes. and like to gather and like you know let people know. Mm-hmm. To find people who are just as unhinged and believed in this unhinged conspiracy as it. Yeah. You know because like. When my mom was my mom was younger, it wasn't like, you know, as easily accessed, right? And you can just go online and find someone who believed exactly as you, yeah, and like do something about it, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's a lot easier to organize. I mean, you could post like a want ad in the paper, but like even then, right? Yeah, it's a lot easier to organize and find people and like, you know, put your belief out there mm-hmm. um, for other people to know about now. 110%. I mean, it just all goes back to the fact that social media is a very dangerous access point, and especially when it's being weaponized in such a way that mm-hmm. former fucking president is using it to spread this false information, and it is spreading like fucking wildfire. Right. Because I guess, like, the things like that play into, like, fears that people have. Mm-hmm. And I guess because people are still racist, so they fear those other people. Yeah. So that would be, yeah. Because I was like, what could they possibly think they have to gain by, like, believing in this? I'm thinking they ha- they think that they have to gain... And I, I no way, I in no way, shape, or form believe this. A pure state, mm. and I don't mean state is in like state, but in like, like, like place. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's all about cleansing out what they determine is not right or mm. does not fit with what they've structured as norms. Yeah. So. Now, I know I just said this, and I literally have it typed right here in my notes. <laughs> Misinformation on the 2020 Western United States wildfire season. They spread like wildfire. <laughs> no better way to put it. Uh, the, the wildfire spread across large parts of the Western U- United States, as we know, in September 2020. False rumors spread on social media that Antifa activists were setting fires and preparing to loot properties that were being evacuated. Some residents refused to evacuate based on the rumors, uh, choosing to defend their homes from the supposed invasion. Uh, Authorities pleaded with the residents to ignore the false rumors, and a firefighter's union in Washington state described Facebook as an absolute cesspool of misinformation on the topic. Yeah. QAnon followers participated in the misinformation, because of course they did, mm-hmm. with one false claim that six Antifa activists had been arrested for setting amplified fires by, like, by Q specifically. Mm-hmm. That was 
the Q drop. Mm. Um, days earlier, Trump and Attorney D- Attorney General Bill Barr had amplified the false claims, of course, on social media that planes and buses full of Antifa activists were preparing to invade communities of allegedly funded by George Soros. Yes, because the wildfires don't break out every year. Yeah, and it's not like they're getting worse and worse because of climate change or anything. Something that Trump has denied and pulled us from every organization that it has to do with. But sure, we don't know why it's getting worse, Sierra. Now, the 2020 election. Oh, God. (laughs) Near Philadelphia's convention center where mail-in ballots were being counted, two men from Virginia were taken into custody based on a tip of a threat of an attack with AR-15s. As baseless allegations of voter fraud spread in the aftermath of Trump's defeat of the election, QAnon followers advanced a hoax that voting machines made by Dominion Voting System had deleted millions of Trump votes. The hoax was repeated on the far-right cable news outlet One American News Network, and Trump tweeted about it because of course he did. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency announced that the election was the most secure in American history. Quote, No evidence that any voting system deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or was any way compromised. End quote. They don't just, like, poop. Yes. And it's like, people who work on the voting things, they're on both sides. So it doesn't even make sense that they would make something that was bound to fail Mm -hmm. for them. Yes. Like, what? Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about, like, where this information is being spread, how it started, um, how it's still being, like, perpetuated. The effects of of that misinformation. So I want to talk about, like, the online communities that have actually started to do something. Granted, it's very slow. And a bunch more could be done. But on March 14th, 2018, Reddit banned one of the communities discussing QAnon, which was r slash CBTS underscore stream, for, quote, encouraging or inciting violence and posting personal and confidential information, which, as we talked about before, is known as doxing. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, some followers moved to Discord. Several other communities were formed for, uh, for QAnon discussion leading to further bans on September 12, 2018. In response to these communities um, continuing continuing to incite violence, harassment, and the dissemination of personal information, which led to thousands of group members regrouping on VOTE, which which is V-O-A-T, which I've never heard of. Thank mm. you. I'm kind of glad that I've never heard of (laughs) Um, a Switzerland-based Reddit clone that has been described as a hub for the alt-right. Oh, fantastic. Yes. So, we talked about Q-Drops. Now, there is an app called uh, Q-Drops that promoted the conspiracy theory was published on the Apple App Store and Google Play. It became the most popular paid app in entertainment section on Apple's online store in 2018, and the 10th most popular app overall. You actually paid for that. Right? 
On July 15, 2018, Apple pulled the app after an inquiry from NBC News. Yeah. In early 2019, Twitter removed accounts suspected of being connected to the Russian Internet Research Agency that had decimated a high volume of tweets related to QAnon, which they used the slogan WWG1WGA um, mm-hmm. as a hashtag over again. Yeah. Now, on May 5th, 2020... Facebook announced its removal of five pages, 20 accounts, and six groups linked to individuals associated with QAnon Network as part of an investigation into suspected coordinated and inauthentic behavior ahead of the 2020 United States election. That doesn't seem like nearly enough. It doesn't. And there are still pages. Before I came in here, Mm -hmm. I looked, I searched Facebook, and to see if there were, in fact, still pages. There are multiple pages. There's a page on our next door. Wow. Mm-hmm. A private, a private page on our next door. Yeah. That's not scary at all. Right? On August 19th, Facebook expanded its dangerous individuals and organization policy to address growing movements that, while not directly organizing violence, have celebrated violent acts and shown that they have weapons and suggest they will use them or have individual followers with patterns of violent behavior. Mm. As a result of this increased vigilance, Facebook has reportedly removed over 790 groups, 100 pages, 1,500 ads tied to QAnon from Facebook, blocked over 300 hashtags across Facebook and Instagram, and additionally imposed restrictions on over 1,950 groups, 440 pages on Facebook, and over 10,000 thousand accounts on instagram holy crap yes in the first month after its august announcement facebook said it deleted 1500 qanon groups with such groups by then having four million followers no yes on october 6 1920 (laughs) on october 6 2020 Uh, Facebook said it would immediately begin removing any Facebook pages, groups, and Instagram accounts representing QAnon, even if they contain no violent content. The company said it would immediately ban any group representing QAnon. But it isn't. Oh, it's 110%. I mean, I know it's a lot to keep up with, but like you... Well, that's like them saying that they're going to try to limit the amount of false information that's being spread mm-hmm. about, uh, that was being spread about the 2020 election, and there were still multiple, multiple, multiple ads being spread by, like, right-wing bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter announced it was banning over 7,000 accounts um, on July 21st, 2020, in connection with QAnon conspiracy theory for coordinated amplification of fake news and conspiracy theories. In a press release, Twitter said, we've been clear that we will take a strong enforcement action on behavior that has the potential to lead to offline harm. In line with this approach, this week we are taking further action on so-called QAnon activity across the service. It has also said that the actions may apply to over 150,000 accounts. Facebook banned all QAnon groups and pages on October 6, 2020. That day, QAnon followers speculated that the action was a part of a complex Trump administration strategy to begin arresting its enemies. 
or that Facebook was attempting to silence the news of this occurring, um, neither of which was true. Some followers suspected that the Justice Department National Security News Conference scheduled for the day would be related to charges against Democrats, including Hillary Clinton. The Justice Department actually announced the investigation and arrest of Islamic State members. So, on October 7, 2020, it was announced that Etsy would remove all QAnon-related merchandise on its marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, on October 12, 2020... Interview with CNN, YouTube CEO Susan, what is with these last names? Susan W., if you guys want to look up the YouTube CEO, do it, um, said much QAnon material was borderline content that did not explicitly break its rules, but stated that changes in the site's methodology for recommendations had reduced viewship of QAnon-related content By 80%, three days later, YouTube announced in a blog post that it had modified its hate and harassment policies to bar content that targets an individual or group with conspiracy theories that have been used to justify real-world violence, which falls right in line with fucking QAnon and Pizzagate. Mm -hmm. It would still allow content discussing QAnon, if it did not target individual places like Facebook had become a uh, breeding ground as they had created groups to combat this and they have been trying to delete the groups. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most recent stopped attacks, which is thought to have been linked to QAnon, are the, um, as I stated earlier, the two men from, from Virginia or driving through Virginia in a Hummer to uh, take out Joe Biden. Mm. On the the evening of the election. One of their most recent stopped attacks, which is thought to have been linked to a QAnon, um, are the two men from, I believe, Virginia, um, driving in a Hummer to Pennsylvania to stop the so-called election fraud, which has been a major focal point of this group as of late, and I can't fathom where they would get such an idea. Hmm. So that is what I have for you guys. That was a lot of talking. I'm sorry. That was a lot of me stumbling over my words here. I'm also sorry. But um, yeah, that is what is going on in our world. And I think it's important for us to talk about because these groups are very real and these people are electing very real congressional members. And that is why the January 5th um, congressional runoff election in Georgia is so fucking important. There are two seats up for grabs so if you turn 18 before january 5th you are eligible to vote in that election so please 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 register to vote it's so fucking important um but yeah i'm gonna stop talking for a minute because my mouth is getting tired so sierra tell all the things i mean i already gotta like set that all in but um (laughs) yeah that's scary Right? Yeah. I mean, it's scary that people can believe such things and be willing to, like, take action based on such things. Such extreme actions, too. It's a lot to, like, think that somebody believes wholeheartedly in and you're, like, willing to go to prison for it. Willing to murder somebody for it is my thing. Because that one lady murdered her legal advisor. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a fucking wild, wild 
group slash conspiracy theory. You know, and I'm, I wonder, like, the original people, if they thought it was gonna, like, get I, this far. I don't think they thought it was going to get this far. I do think that they were like, oh, this is going to be a way for us to make some money slash fuel some hate that's already been brewing slash mm-hmm. being spewed. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody could have imagined it get this far. You know, it's yeah. it's just such a wild fucking concept. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it where it goes from here because it's not going very well. But it's um, it's going to go downhill from here. I can guarantee you that. So, well, I hope they can look back on this in a hundred years and learn something. If we know anything, if we have not learned anything. Well, I mean, this is just history repeating itself, right? Oh, oh yeah. So, it's an it's a, a flat circle, like the Earth. <laughs> all right, plug all the things. Wait, do flat Earth people believe that it's still a circle or is it a rectangle? I don't fucking know, man. I can't get into that tonight. <laughs> For another time. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, so we'll be uh, posting those pictures that we mentioned on our blog, Podcast dot com. And uh, so you'll be able to, to see them there. And while you're there, if you want to leave us a little comment, um, a little what you think, how you feel, if you've run into anybody um, that believes in it, just let us know. Uh, you can contact us on, like I said, on our website, paranormalpodcast.com or at paranormalpodcast at gmail.com. Just send it on over. Um, we'll be here. Lord, what is your deal? Are you okay? I don't know what's going on. My brain is like mush right now. Uh, <laughs> you want me? You want me to finish for you? <laughs> okay. So follow us on all of the social medias except for Twitter because I don't understand Twitter. I barely understand Facebook, but at Paranorm Podcast, um, send us a email like Sierra just said. And as usual, you will hear me beg um, because I am not too proud to beg. For your support on the Patreon. We have so many cool things. Um, we will be updating that hopefully in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys will get more cool content. Uh, but that is where we are at right now. I hope this was a nice little break from your family members. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And if you're off, congratulations. If you're not, I feel you. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm working Monday through Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.